They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I am so excited to share with you our guest today. She is someone that has dealt with some depression in her life and overcome that, and now she is thriving in her life. So I have Carrie Faith. She's a positive mindset consultant, helping midlifters master their mindset to go after their dreams and do the things they've always wanted to do and do it while mastering and managing the art of positive mindset to produce more results with less effort, specializing in goal setting and transforming the sense of overwhelm to overachieving above and beyond their wildest dreams. Carrie, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to share my story. Well, we're excited to hear. Tell us, where did you start? So tell us a little bit about your depression. So my journey to having a positive mindset and understanding that was through many years of desperation. So I was a very shy and introverted child, never really felt like I connected to people and just didn't really have a lot of enthusiasm for life. I remember hating every single one of my birthdays. And it wasn't until I was about 19 years old when I was in college that I self-diagnosed myself with depression. And after I realized I was suffering depression throughout my childhood, I realized that I needed to seek professional help. And I did so over the next 10 years of my life. Went through traditional therapy with psychiatrists and psychologists and tried every pharmaceutical probably under the sun for depression, and it wasn't making long-lasting change in my life. So it wasn't until I started making goals for myself and achieving them that I had a sense of worth and accomplishment, and it was later in my life that I went back to school and studied positive psychology when I had the realization that that is what I needed to make long-lasting, sustainable change and transformation in my life. Awesome. So what were some of the things that you were doing to actually get that mind shift, that change? Can you share a little bit of that? Yes. So what I think that was not allowing me to thrive in my life was focusing more on uh, the struggles that I had and maybe the negative traits or characteristics or sense of failure or lack of accomplishment that I had 
instead of focusing on all the good traits and characteristics of myself. So it's amazing when you focus on the good things, you're going to foster more good things. And when you focus on the bad things, you're going to focus on foster more of those. So it was a simple shift Mm -hmm. that I realized I needed to do. And that's really what positive psychology taught me. Very cool. So you shifted from having all this negative thought process that was going on all the time in your brain, which this is what my clients deal with all the time. So I love that you're sharing that because it seems like the negative stuff is just like playing over and over and over again. And you can see this like shift where they're spiraling downward. If we can shift that, we can get you spiraling in the right direction instead of the wrong direction. So now I know you have a few techniques that you actually used, and I would love to hear more about exactly what you used. You talk about the ABCs and the Ds and the E's, and I'm not quite sure exactly what all that means, but I know you're going to share it with us. Yes, I would love to share the ABCs because when you can simplify something, it's a lot easier to implement. First and foremost, I want to just make it clear the difference between mindfulness and mindset in my practice and how I teach that. So it is really key to be aware that you're even maybe having negative thoughts or negative circumstances. So mindfulness is being aware and it's really key to moving on to mastering your mindset mindset is being intentional with your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. So I've identified positive mindset as really managing internal negative dialogue, like you had mentioned, that we get into these thought processes that are spiraling downward versus spiraling upward. So the ABCs are identified as adversity for A, belief is the B, and consequence is the C. So an adversity can be anything external or internal. So an adversity might just be you being aware of a negative thought that came into your head, or it could be an external circumstance, like you you get in a dispute with your spouse or something frustrating happens in your business or with a friend. So that's an adversity, and we all... Or it can be a really big adversity, like getting a diagnosis or someone else's diagnosis. I mean, we all suffer adversities, and that is something that you're not going to be able to escape in life. Right. So as you were going through this depression and your mindset was spiraling down, and now you're seeking for some other things, I want to talk a little bit about what your... Like, how are you functioning as an individual, like, with depression? Like, was it affecting you in your job? Was it affecting you in, you know, your relationships? And and what was your, like, day-to-day stuff that you were dealing with? Like, did you have a hard time getting out of bed? I just want to talk a little bit about that, too, as we're talking about these stages and these steps that we can move forward. Yes. So, I think... Unfortunately, most people throughout their life will come upon a point of depression or being depressed in their life. And if you haven't yet, I don't want to doom you for it. But there are times that people become depressed. For me, it was something that 
I experience every year of my life. And I still experience it, but they're shorter and shorter times and I can really redirect it. So depression, especially once I left home at 18, I was very hyper aware of it. And it was something that affected every aspect of my life. So I did not want to get out of bed. I didn't want to have intimate relationships, whether it was with friends, mainly like a friendship relationship. It was very hard for me to build that because people don't want to see like sadness. They don't want to be around being, you know, anyone that's depressed. People want to put on that happy face. And unfortunately, I had to put on the happy face to really function as a normal person in society. But it really affected my schooling and inevitably my health when I first went to college. I was so sick because it just destroyed my immune system. And I think uh, maybe a lot of people can relate to that. When we're not feeling great, our health is affected. It's so, so true. Our emotions are so attached to our physical well-being. It is amazing. I also do Reiki energy and, and I can't tell you how many times that energy gets stuck in people's areas of their body because of not being able to let go of that emotion. It, it just like attaches itself to people. So I love that you're talking about that because yeah, so true. So true. Yeah. So some other behaviors that depression really led me down was self-destructive behaviors which is really something I suffer throughout my 20s that I never thought I was going to live till I was 30, honestly, which led me because I was so depressed. So it led me to do, you know, just careless kind of behavior through, you know, drugs, alcohol, just risky. I had no fear. So it led me down a, a downward spiral. Do you think that people get into that kind of thing because of the depression? Because it seems like people that deal with heavy depression, they are seeking something like another substance or something to make them feel better. Is that what you have experienced? Because it sounds like that's your case is the same way. Yes. So unfortunately, Mm -hmm. there are statistics and research out there that depression leads to other behaviors or even illnesses such as like addiction. So I found myself trying to earn happiness and self-worth through external behaviors or like alcohol and drugs and other things like that. Alcohol or drugs or people use food for that matter. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people feed themselves to try and feel better. It's so Um, true. Yes. And so that's why I really just, once I found positive psychology, became obsessed with it because all these things I was trying to look for on the external world were not helping me. We can create and foster goodness from within is when we can create external happiness. Awesome. So I want to get back to those ABCs because I know that that was a big part of of your change and your shift. So I'm sorry I kind of took you away from that for a minute, but I wanted to just dive a little deeper into your depression so we can kind of see where you were at and kind of what that was kind of about. So 
you said adversity, right, was A? Yes, so the adversity, whether it's being depressed or anxious or having self-doubt in oneself, I think we all experience a lot of that. After the adversity, it's the belief. And we all have beliefs that are at the root of our thoughts and feelings and emotions. So the belief can either create a positive consequence, which is the C, or a negative consequence. So when we can shift the belief, if the belief is not servicing you to get to a positive, good feeling place, we can shift that belief and with the power of your words. So that's where reframing comes in. And I help a lot of my clients with the reframing aspect of it because we have subconscious beliefs and conscious beliefs. And to be aware, and that's where the mindfulness comes in, be aware your belief, whether it is a negative or positive one, and how you can shift it and reframe it to get a more positive consequence. Mm. I love that. Belief is huge, isn't it? It, it? it really, belief is probably, to me, it's one of the bigger things because if we don't believe, we can't have that shift or that change. You know, we can do all the things, but we have to believe that we can and know that it's your, we're powerful within ourselves to be able to make that shift and that change. So, so then adversity, belief, and what, what was C? So depending upon your belief, you will get the consequence that uh-huh. you're either happy with or you're unhappy with. Mm-hmm. So when you have a consequence that you're not 100% satisfied with, you can move on to the D and E, which gets you to the result that you want. And so C is the consequence. But to go back to, to the belief, I am with you that the belief is the number one thing that people need and foster and that is the whole reason why I have branded my name Carrie Faith because I think everything starts with faith in yourself. Mm, so <laughs> so everyone must carry faith in a positive consequence and that is my message. So after the consequence if you're not getting the consequence that you like you move on to the D which is direct distract or redirect. Mm, Okay. So tell us a little bit more about that. So distraction is a great one. The D in distraction is, you know, changing your scenery or changing what you're doing in the moment. Because sometimes when you remove yourself, you can have a little bit more of a perspective. You can direct your thoughts into a different movement and through redirecting them. Okay, I love that. Very cool. So does that describe the D? Is that kind of the whole process of the D then? Redirecting? Yes, it's it's distracting or directing or redirecting, or even what the framework that positive psychology calls it is disputing. But I feel like disputing is a little bit of a negative connotation. I agree. The negative word, so I don't like to use disputing, but really that's sort of what you're doing, but through direction and redirection and distracting yourself 
from that negative spiral, you just distract it to something that is more positive. Perfect. I love it. Boy, this sounds awesome. I'm just getting excited about it. Just hearing about all the cool steps that you have. And so when you can redirect yourself in a more self-serving, positive framework, you can be energized. And it's amazing, like you were saying, that our feelings create that energy within you. And so I'm a firm believer that mind, body, and soul are connected and that we're all just one energy ball. And so when we can create that energy that is serving us, the positive feelings will create the positive energy. And when you can have the energy that is on the positive frame, you will just attract more of what you want and retract what you do not want out of your life. I love that. It's so true. You can totally do that. You can bring in what you want or let go of what you want. Absolutely. I think the biggest takeaway, if your listeners could take anything away from this, is that we are all empowered to make choices in our life. And that's when you can really master the anxiety or turn the anxiety into something different. Because along with my lifelong depression, which I have learned to control, the anxiety still really affects me. And I think that it is an epidemic, or at least I've heard through mainstream media that anxiety is an epidemic in our modern world. And not only are adults experiencing more and more anxiety, but our children are. And that really just, it just hurts me that we're raising like a generation that has to suffer from anxiety. And so anxiety really comes from like a lack of control. So when you can be empowered to make the choices that are serving you and not disserving you, we'll foster more healthy relationships with ourselves and others. So very true. So now did you get into the E? The E is the energy. Yes. So oh, it is the, the energy. The okay. Energy. I just missed that. Apologize. but. I just didn't hear the, you did talk about energy, but it just didn't dawn on me. That was the E. So awesome. So is this something that's part of a program that you have then that you teach? This is something that I help one-on-one with my clients, the ABCDs and E's of mastering a positive mindset. But I also just really am passionate about educating people because I think that through educating it brings us to a higher sense of awareness. So whether people want to work with me one-on-one, I am a bit available for that. And I also do virtual workshop monthly by at least one or two a month. I offer workshops and online education I offer as well. Okay. And I know you have like a mastermind that you were just talking about. It's a goal-setting mastermind you have. You have a positive mindset Facebook group. So I would welcome anyone to join my positive mindset masters Facebook group because you do not have to be a positive mindset master yet to join, but it is about 
being part of something that is supportive and encouraging and empowering. And so I believe that anyone and everyone can master a positive mindset. So I welcome your listeners to join that Facebook group. It is an open public group. And all my services are on my website, which is my name, carryfaith.com. It's K-E-R-I-Faith.com. And I love to inspire people. And that is really my purpose in life is to inspire others to live a more positive, healthier, and happier life. Awesome. I love that. I love that you, I mean, you know, there's so many of us that are trying to help people and the more of us there are, the better, right? Because we can't all touch everyone, but together we can do a mass amount and help a lot of people. And so that's really my mission here is to share stories of, you know, where you had hardship, you had hard things that you dealt with, but yet you overcame them and now you're thriving. You are now living a life where you're loving it and you're helping other people, which I know how it makes me feel. So I'm sure you're the same way. It is such a joy to be able to help others to improve their life and to feel better. So I just commend you for what you're doing and all of the great work that you're doing. It is amazing. And it sounds like you have a great program. I will definitely be checking out your Facebook page. And I hope that you as listeners will also check out her page, check out her stuff. We can all together make a difference for each and every one. And, and I just thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And I know there's some other things that you have, so we probably will have you on another time and share uh, the rest of maybe some other programs that you might have and some other things uh, that you want to share with us. So thank you, Carrie, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Donna. I am so honored to be part of a positive paradigm shift in the world that I know that we together can create. Oh, I so agree. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Donna Gammon with Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.